This is the Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries in Bentonville, Arkansas. And uh, I've got a couple of special guests with me today uh, via Zoom. Um, I'd like to introduce all of you out there in Influencers World to Melissa George and Lauren Cunningham. And uh, they are a couple of our leaders in Atlanta, Georgia area. And so... um, as I was telling them, I love, uh, I get a front row seat to see all of these life transforming stories and how the Holy Spirit's working, but you always don't, you all out there don't always see everything. You see what's going on in your world, but I want to try to share all these stories with all of you out there so you can be encouraged and be excited just like I am. So, um, Melissa, I'm going to start with you. I uh, want you to introduce yourself to our audience and just tell them a little bit about who you are, your, you know, and your family and and tell a little bit about how you encountered or learned about influencers and how this all got started down there. Okay, so um, my name is Melissa George. I live in uh, Roswell, Georgia, which is North Atlanta. Um, I have been married almost 21 years. We're celebrating 21 years this year. Um, Married the love of my life, my best friend. He's an amazing guy. And we have two boys. One is 19 and one um, will be 17 next month. Um, And we're very busy. (laughs) This whole, (laughs) this whole COVID thing is just kind of throwing us off for a loop, but we're, we're, we're getting through it. Um, I came into, well, okay. So let me back up. Lauren and I have um, been friends for a couple of years. She was my women's group leader in another, um, group. And, um, I feel like she and I both, and I'm not going to speak for you, but I feel like she and I both were really just wanting to something deeper, something more, just to get, just something deeper, just to get more intimate with the Lord. Um, so pause on that. (laughs) And that had been going on for a couple of years with me and possibly for you as well. Um, I have a good friend, uh, one of my best friends that I've known since college, uh, was actually invited to go through the influencers um, journey, and I encouraged him to do it, and I was really excited about, I just had a feeling that the Lord was really going to do something crazy in his life. So for the next year, I just kind of sat on the sidelines watching the transformation happen with him. And when he was finished, I said, I, that's exactly what I want. You know, I want to do it too. Um, And he said, well, it's only for men. And I was really frustrated. (laughs) Um, And I don't remember how exactly, oh, I know what it was. Several months went by and he said, hey, they're starting a new group for women. Let me give you um, some names and you can reach out to them. I did. they were in Memphis at the time. And so I couldn't do live, but they had said, you know, if you want to do remote, um, you can join in our group or you can lead your own group. And I was like, Oh my gosh, there's no way I'm leading my own group. Cause I have never done this before. And I just feel like, you know, we kind of need to go through it first. Um, 
but the more I thought of it, I think I even spoke to you, Brian, <clears throat> at one point, and I think you were just like, you know what, just pray about it. And I did. And I just, I guess I just felt like the Lord was saying, give it a shot. I kept saying, I'm not ready. I'm not prepared for this. And he said to me, it's not about you. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I, I talked to Lauren and I said, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this group and I want you to do it with me, but you know, um, you need to pray about it. I don't really know that much about it. I can just tell you what I've seen on the outside and the transformation that one of my best friends just went through and, and you've been wanting, you know, to go deeper with the Lord. And, um, so she took, how long did you take? I feel like it was, it was forever. It was like several weeks. <laughs> I felt like it was several months. She took forever. And I just it kept thinking, <laughs> I just kept thinking, I can't do this without her. Like I can't do this without her. And so, and I didn't, I hope I didn't pressure you. You twisted my <laughs> No, you didn't. <laughs> um, but she finally came back and said, okay, let's do this. And I honestly, I didn't think she was going to, but she did. And so that's how we, that's how we stepped into it. And yeah. yeah. And it's been amazing. I mean, amazing. So, so you, your friend, your friend, which is a guy, um, he was going through it in Memphis and you didn't, uh, you didn't know what the journey was or anything. You did, he just said, I'm going through this thing that's discipleship or something like that. Is that yeah, right? I, I specifically remember, um, I think it was Jay who invited him um, to be, no, I don't, maybe it wasn't Jay. Anyway, someone had invited him and, and he took a couple of weeks. He was like, yeah, I've been invited to do this year long intense um, Bible study. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it. And we talked about it a couple of times and I said, Vince, I really think you need to do this. I just, I really think you need to do this. And so he ultimately uh, decided to, he kind of wavered a little bit, um, but man, am I glad he didn't. <laughs> yeah. So you were a cheerleader for the journey before you even knew what the journey was. Before so. I even knew what the journey was. Yeah. <laughs> I just had a feeling. I was like, I really think you need to do this. I just feel like the Lord is just, you know, he's going to do some amazing things. Um, and I'm so, and I remember saying, I'm so excited to be on the outside looking in and getting to see Kind of what you go through. Um, had I known at the time. <laughs> well, and and uh, you guys go to a, a large church in uh, Atlanta, right? Um, mm-hmm. with a lot, lot of people, and uh, so and and a lot of the larger churches have a lot of women's stuff, you know. And so, you know, you mentioned you were part of a Bible study with Lauren. So, let me back up and go to you, Lauren, for a second. So, um, when she was telling you about this, what was your reaction? Were you thinking, oh, this is just another Bible study and I probably don't need another Bible study in my life? Or what What were you thinking? Um, I was honestly thinking about taking a break um, because I had been leading a group for, I think, two years or maybe two and a half years. So I was thinking about maybe taking a break, just a season of not leading, maybe just getting plugged in and, and taking something in for a little bit. Um, but as she was explaining it, explaining it to me, um, it just, it sounded very appealing. It sounded like the depth that we had talked about looking for and, and whatnot. So yeah, it became apparent that I, I couldn't not do it. So, so some of the other things you guys had been exposed to was more, um, the typical Bible study where there's a leader and they're doing teaching. I'm, I'm doing quote marks with my hands, um, teaching and, 
everybody's taking notes, you know, but this <laughs> seemed like more engaging into the, you know, I mean, you're both saying, talking about this depth that you're looking for. And I think yes. it's important to know, because if someone's listening to this and they have no clue what the journey is, I want them to understand what you're talking about on the depth. Right. Yeah. Personally, for me, it was a big relief not to be expected to teach. Um, it was just something that we were going through together. So I didn't have to have all the answers or feel like I needed to have most of the answers or, you know, be ahead of the group to, you know, whatever. So that was, that was a huge relief off my shoulders personally. Well, and I remember meeting with the two of you once you, once you twisted her arm and got Lauren and, (laughs) and, uh, and we did a little light training, you know, and basically just talked about praying about who to invite and, and and you guys did some sort of recruiting at the church, Melissa, didn't you? <laughs> we did. We did. Tell, Lauren, tell, us, Lauren, tell everybody what you did. We okay, so we have a group link um, every year or twice a year. Twice a year, mm-hmm. our church will um, put some stuff online, and and people can go and kind of look through descriptions to see um, if they can find a group that they want to join. Um, you can put stuff like you know single um, fifties, married with children, whatever. Um, and I literally Lauren did it. I mean, the night before, and she, I think she went into the journey and got some, um, I mean, because we didn't know what was, you know, kind of what to expect or how to put it up there or whatever. So she went on the journey website and, um, got some information and just said, open to everyone, you know, all women of all ages, married, whatever, single, and yeah, and then put it, it out there. Filled up. I think we had twelve people in less than a week. Yeah. I mean, it just oh. people just kept joining. Yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember what language you used as far as you know when you're saying what it is? Do you remember? Um, I don't right offhand, but it was something about open to women in all ages and stages of life, looking to foster a more intimate relationship right. with Jesus. I remember okay. something yeah. intimacy. And journaling was a key component. Right. Um, and then yeah. some of our girls, one, um, one girl in particular who we've seen a lot of major changes in her life, a lot of transformation. She said when she was looking um, through the descriptions of all the different groups, she would look at ours and then flip through and, you know, kind of go, okay, I think about this other group. I think I'm going to do this other group. And then something she just said, the Lord just kept bringing her back to our group and the, and the intimacy. And really, honestly, the first night that we met her, she, um, <laughs> she said, I don't want to go deep. I don't want to journal <laughs> and all this. And she's one of our strongest members who will be an amazing, um, guide. I mean, yes. it's just amazing. <laughs> yeah. So God had a plan for all the people that he pulled together. Yeah. And you were praying, you followed my instructions and you were praying also, right? So, oh yes, of course. So yeah. The Holy Spirit has a net, he has, he's the best recruiter. He's better than us, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you sure. know, when I recruited my very first group and I had never been through it, so I didn't, I was going a little bit blind, just like you guys. I remember the word intimacy was the word that drew. Now we're talking about men versus women, but still people are wanting deeper. They're wanting one more yep. They don't know what that means exactly, but they want it, you know? Yes. So. I think that was the key word. I think for sure the intimacy was the key word for yeah. sure. So, so talk a little bit about what's, 
you, uh, you were telling me that this first, uh, and where you talk, you, you actually have another group, which we'll talk about in a second, but um, this first group, um, you guys are about two thirds of the way through. So talk a little bit about things that you've gleaned from it yourself, and then maybe anything that you've noticed in the group that's that has been breakthroughs. And either one of you can jump in, whoever wants to jump in first. How much time do we have? <laughs> well, There's a lot. the high points, yeah. We've seen a lot of transformation. I mean, me personally, you know, one of the things we talk about is pruning versus sifting. Sifting. I can never remember the word sifting. I am not, God is not done yet, but I am definitely going through sifting. So wait, can I interrupt and tell yeah. a little side story? Before we got started, um, we were talking about doing the journey and having seen Melissa's friend go through it. She said, I remember her saying, I don't know what God's going to bring me through. I'm kind of scared to know what he's going to bring me through, but I think there's going to be something big come out of this. Mm. Um, she's like, I don't know what it's going to be. I have no idea. I can't even think about it. And let me tell you, it's big. It's, <laughs> it has been life-changing for her. Definitely so. life <clears throat> So on part two of the podcast, <laughs> when God is done, <laughs> I'll tell you all about that sifting. It has been, um, wow, he's just really shown up in my life personally. But with the other women as well, um, we, gosh, more sifting, lots of pruning, lots of, pruning. Lots yeah. of transformation. Um, there's still one that I just keep praying over because I know it's going to be big for her. Um, but it hasn't happened yet. I don't think, but uh, maybe this weekend, who knows? Maybe. Well, um, I, before, before I want to ask you just, just in case somebody's <laughs> listening and they're going, what is she talking about? Sifting, you know, pruning, you know, just for anyone who's maybe a non journey person listening to this, how would you define Melissa, uh, sifting and pruning? Um, so pruning, I would say would be like, maybe the Lord is putting on your heart just to, oh gosh, how would I, okay, let me back up. Um, at our women's conference, Rocky made a statement about someone who wanted to become a leader or a guide and, but was not really living the, the life that maybe he should have been living. I think he was living with his girlfriend or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and Rocky said, it is not my job to tell him how to live his life. I, you know, I believe that we should put the crown above their head and let them grow into it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've always loved that. And I just think that such a profound statement, um, pruning, I think pruning is putting the crown above your head and then God just kind of changes things in your life to bring you closer to him. Things that obstacles that may be in your way, maybe it's a drinking problem. Maybe it's smoking. Maybe it's a bad relationship, whatever, or whatever it is. He, um, I just, I just feel like the Lord will, Soften your heart to hear what he wants you to hear about something that may be um, getting in the way of more intimacy with him. 
Mm-hmm. That's printing. Would you agree? What's, yeah, what's printing? Agree. To uh, and he's got to he's got to remove. He's got to cut it away. He's got to he's right. the, he's the gardener. He's got to pull it, clip it off. You know, and that can be a painful thing for a lot of people. It can. But be. on the yeah. on the other side of that is is some great fruit. You know, if you just allow him to do his work. You know, yeah, right, exactly. More yeah. growth. Yep. More intimacy. Yep. <laughs> and, and sifting is that is kind of like pruning on steroids, right? It's a little, it's like (laughs) even a deeper deal. Yeah. Yeah. Sifting is intense. Uh, You don't want to go through sifting, but he doesn't tell you ahead of time that you're going to go through sifting, but he walks with you the entire time. Um, And that I think is, oh my gosh, it's like intimacy on steroids. It's um, I think when you're on the other side of sifting, you can turn around and look back and go, holy cow, like he just carried me through some amazing stuff. And yeah. Well, Rocky described that to me years ago when I first learned about sifting. He said, if God's preparing a person for a great ministry, kind of like Peter, because Peter was the one that Jesus said, you're going to be sifted, you know. And um, so Rocky said, if, if God's preparing someone for a great ministry, he has to sift them sometimes, you know, to get them ready for it. So yeah. that's the good news that he's going to use, to, you know, Melissa in the future in some great way, you know, and so he's getting you ready for it. So, Which is awesome. Lauren just said, I hope I'm not being sifting or <laughs> sifted. And I think you will know if you're, if you have to ask if you're being sifted, you're not being sifted. You're, yeah. You will know, yeah. you will know if you're being sifted. Yeah. yeah. I kind of liken sifting to like repotting a plant, you know, like you pick up a plant and you have to shake all the dirt off and everything before you put it into a new pot, it into a new pot of soil. Um, That's kind of how I, how I visualize sifting. You just have to shake everything off. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a great yeah. analogy. Thank you. It's, good. Good. <laughs> it's a real, it's just a purification process, you know, really. Right. Is, yeah. So, so Lauren, uh, any, uh, any light bulb moments for you in the journey or anything you want to share about what the journey has meant for you so far? Um, I would say, I don't know that I've had like one single light bulb moment. Um, there's just been, I think my quiet time in the morning has been more, um, more concentrated, a lot, a lot more consistent, a lot more fruitful than it was in the past. Um, which is a big deal. Um, I've become a little bit of a Bible collector. Which <laughs> That's Melissa, an understatement. <laughs> Melissa makes fun of me now. Um, before I, I just had, you know, the version app and I carried it around, you know, in my pocket. Now I've got, I think, four different. She comes in with a backpack. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> and now I like to read the cultural backgrounds and I found an Abide Bible and, you know, just, I like all the different pieces. So, um, yeah, I think not not just one big light bulb moment, but several different areas of improvement. It sounds sure. like you're starting to feast on God's word. You know, I mean, yes. you're, <laughs> it, it's <laughs> yes. not just reading some scriptures intellectually. It's like feasting and taking it into your soul. You know, that's right. Absolutely. Definitely. That's, that's awesome. Well, so. Um, Okay, so uh, I, I want to make sure we have time for this next story. So I'm going to move on to this next deal. But uh, so you guys are just two thirds away your first group, which is just awesome. And uh, and then um, you were approached by Tom C, our virtual journey group director, and and he said, "Hey, 
uh, would you guys be willing to lead a virtual group? Because there's some women in the Eastern time zone who want to go through the journey and there's no leaders in their area. And uh, so he approached you, you, Melissa, I think, maybe both of you. And actually, asked it was you about Lauren. It. Oh, yeah, it start with the, Lauren. Yeah, it was Lauren. Lauren our weekly <laughs> prayer meeting every Tuesday mornings, 6.15 a.m. I'll put a little plug in uh, on right. Zoom. Uh, Lauren needs a few more women on there. She's the only woman most of the time. So uh, yes, please join us. It's phenomenal. Best way to start your Tuesday. And, and all people are welcome. So um, anyway, that's central time, by the way. Um, so uh, so at first, it was, so just talk about that. Tom invited you guys. Hey, would you be willing to lead a second group virtually to help some women like in New York and other areas who want to go through the journey and, and don't have a leader? So tell, right. tell me how you guys process that. So actually, before Tom approached us, we had talked about it. Melissa and I had talked about it offline um, about joining the the group link at church again. And we had decided that we weren't ready to do a second group. We wanted to finish the first group um, and get everything that we could get out of the first one before we started over. Um, And probably it was pretty quick after that conversation, a week or two, maybe Tom approached, uh, approached me and asked if we would lead a virtual group. And initially we, we both said no, because we'd already had that conversation. We just didn't feel like it was the right time. Um, and he said, okay, you know, totally was understanding, but he said, pray about it and, you know, just see what, what comes. Um, because I'm very sure female leaders. So we both agreed that we would pray about it separately and then come back together. We took the weekend. Yeah. Took the weekend. Um, I, I woke up, I want to say Sunday morning with not an audible message, but just something in my soul that said, yes, it's the right time for you. Or it's the right time for both of you is what I, what I heard. And I was like, whoa, yeah, okay. (laughs) I guess that's my answer. Um, and then what did you, and I had, you know, I'd been praying about it and, and I had kind of got a, gotten a word, um, Saturday and I texted her and I said, okay, I've got my word, <laughs> but I didn't tell her what it was. Cause I wanted confirmation through her. And I was like, let me know. And when, when the Lord speaks to you too. Yeah. And sure enough, Sunday, she was like, all right, we're in. Right. And I was like, we're in. <laughs> so, Which is so awesome. And I, and I remember when Tom asked you guys and I was thinking, well, that's really bold, Tom. They haven't even finished their first journey. Give them a break, you know? Um, right. So, so owe you owe me of little faith, you know, um, I, I discounted what God might want to do. So, yeah. So, so go ahead. Yeah. We, both, we agreed to it. Sorry. We agreed to it on Sunday. And then that following Tuesday, the prayer meeting, um, before we got started, I told Tom that we had both received confirmation that we were supposed to lead this second group. So we were, we were ready and willing, just, you know, point us in the right direction. Um, and little did we know Carla King was jumping on. Um, and that was her first time being on the call. And I think you can tell her story a little bit how that all ties together. Oh my gosh. Her story is amazing. Just how she came to the journey. Yeah. It's, there's no question that the Holy spirit and the Lord just put it all together. I mean, just an amazing story. Yeah. Yeah, and and, it, and I don't I I may get the story totally not exactly right, but yeah, Carla was just a lady that was really desiring to disciple women and looking for stuff, and she was just on some some page on a website somewhere, and she saw a 
something about the journey or the, one of our mm-hmm. books or something and clicked on it and ended up on our website. And then she sends me a message and, you know, and then we, we've looked back at the deal. She can't even figure out where that, where she was. Cause I, cause I'm involved with our, you know, social media and our marketing. So I was kind of curious, okay, well, where did you, how'd you find us? You know? And, uh, she couldn't, she couldn't retrace her steps and figure it out, you know, so it had to yeah. just be the Holy Spirit put it in front of her. It was so strange. Totally. If you want to hear her testimony, her story of that, go back and listen to the first night or was it Saturday? I think it was Saturday of the women's Saturday. conference. Yeah. Oh, on um, our DNA summit recordings. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she had everybody in tears just right. listening to her story. It was amazing. Oh yeah. I mean, it is amazing. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell, just talk a little bit about that group and what's been going on there with that group of women. Holy (laughs) Moses, that group is on fire. Wow. That group is a totally different dynamic um, from our first group. Um, Our first group is uh, very similar as far as background, cultural, geography, you know. We all go to the same church pretty much. Yeah, Yeah. we're all very similar. (laughs) They're all Um, ladies from Atlanta area, right? Because it was a local group. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. So our second group is, it's totally virtual. Um, we've got women from New York, uh, Virginia, North Carolina, North Carolina, three of us here in Georgia. There might be a Pennsylvania. Yeah, maybe. I think. It's interesting because the, the geography is not, I mean, we know, but I don't know. It's, yeah. just, it's very different. It's, it's very different. It's not well, and Car- relevant, Carla's, really. Uh, Carla's from New York area, right? Yes. And then she invited, she brought some people with her, didn't she? Some women with her. She, she brought, brought a the lot bulk of people. Of people. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she did. When Carla speaks, people listen. I mean, yes. she's uh, that powerful. She's uh, amazing. Um, but it's it's different, not only from geography standpoint, Um we have black, we have white, we have Catholic, we have Protestant, we have, so it's really just the whole gamut, um, mm. which has been a totally different dynamic and a lot of fun to, to have some really good conversations. Oh yeah. That's what I love about the, that's what I, that's what I love about the virtual journey groups, you know, is that they can be from anywhere, you know, and, and you get, yep. you do get more diverse groups, you know. Yep. What were we saying, Melissa? I'm cut you off there. Um, just with the whole dynamic of what's going on, we're in the middle of a presidential election and just, I mean, there's so many issues that we touch on, but our common thread is Jesus. And I think that's such a great message to take to the world. Um, and I think he's doing that on a small scale in this little group. It's just, it's awesome. So you've got red and blue states represented and, uh, you know, yes. so, but everybody's <laughs> coming together in Jesus. Yep. Yes. Red and blue, uh, black and white, southern, northern, you name it. We're we're vastly different and yep. but all like just desiring intimacy with the Lord. Mm-hmm. That, that is just so awesome. Yeah. So that and that group's just getting started now. They're kind of just getting into the, the full nine month journey right now, right? So Right. Yep. yep. We're on our second week tonight. Yep. Yeah. And they've already read all the books. Like <laughs> You're not supposed to read that book yet. I'm there on fire. It is so much fun. Thursday nights, it's so much fun just to see what the Holy Spirit's gonna do. <laughs> wow. And you know, and you guys, uh, you were part of our DNA summit and we had quite a few women that were part of it actually. And so you kind of 
got to see there's a lot of women. It's starting to flourish the women's side of things, you know. And mm-hmm. so, what what do you make of all that? Do you think? Uh, I mean, having been involved in a lot of Bible studies and things like that, do you think this is something new and fresh that women are going to be gravitate toward? You know, you think? Absolutely, a hundred percent. Absolutely. What, yeah, if you're wanting intimacy about- with Jesus, wow. Sign up. <laughs> I was going to ask you what I was going to ask you. What is it that's different? And you know, and, and you use the word intimacy, which we said that was a key key word. But any, any other things that you see that are different about this than other things you've experienced? I feel like it breaks it down. It makes it very relatable, if that's the right word, of how to have an abiding relationship. Instead of just high level, once you're here, this is all the stuff you can experience. It kind of walks you through the process of how to get here. Mm -hmm. Um, I think one example our pastor has used in the past is a lot of churches and a lot of studies, they start on like the third rung of a ladder where if you don't have rung one and two, you can't get to three, where this study starts at the bottom and builds the foundation and then builds everything on top of it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's huge. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it, just in case anyone's listening that doesn't understand how this all got started, you know, it was just all out of one man, Rocky Fleming's search for his own intimate abiding relationship, you know, and, and he just asked the men to go with him and God just kept downloading each step in the weeks between their meetings, you know? And uh, so it was just very pure and seeking and the Holy spirit, you know, wrote the curriculum basically. Um, and you feel, you definitely feel that. The, yeah, you, there's definite uh, divine um, process. It's a divine process. It really is. And mm-hmm. and you know, you're addressing intimacy and abiding and spiritual gifts and journaling and just all the things that you're going to need just to just to keep going deeper. I mean, you know, it's layers and layers and layers, and it's just amazing. So, so we in our closing just a couple of minutes here. Um, I'm just thinking there might be somebody listening, a man or a woman who's in a city where we don't have a region or you know critical mass yet, you know. Um, but they're they're thinking about I need something like this. I mean, how would you encourage them? You know, uh, just feeling like the lone ranger out there who wants to start it like you did, Melissa. I mean, how would you encourage them? Um, I would encourage you to just reach out and do a virtual group. If there's nothing close to you, I mean, the virtual experience is, you know, God will, God will make it a powerful experience for you. It doesn't matter if you're in person or virtual. So just the first step is just reaching out to Brian or whoever and, and figuring out where the net, where the group is that you can join. And then God takes over from there and it will, it will transform your life. You definitely if you're wanting more of Jesus, you need to, you need to, and I'm not selling it. Well, I don't get paid to say this, but if you want more Jesus, you need to join the journey. Yeah. Well, you're right. Um, before virtual, we didn't, we were kind of stuck, you know, cause it's kind of like, well, you, I would tell people, well, you can lead one like we did with you, you know, and um, now we can plug people into virtual groups so they can go through it first and then go lead it, you know, or they could lead one. We could train them to lead one too, but yeah. Yeah, God is, you know, God will, God will call you to do what, what he's calling you to do. Um, so just do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I love how obedient you guys were and how prayerful you guys have been every step of the way and all that. So thank you ladies for, for telling your story and, uh, everybody keep praying for Lauren and Melissa and their two groups. And, uh, you guys need some prayer coverage and pray for Melissa going through the sifting and all that. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. And so, and then, and now we got to, you know, it started with men and then went to women. Well, now you women, we got to get your husbands to go through at some point. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll pray about that too. So. That's the prayer. Yeah. <laughs> we love it when it goes from an abiding relationship to an abiding marriage to an abiding family, you know, and, and that's, I think the long-term goal for all this is that we have, and then abiding communities, you know, right. all around abiding children. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people taking their kids through and all that. So anyway, it's beautiful. So anyway, thank you, ladies. Uh, appreciate your time today. Um, and I will just uh, close this out, just encouraging everyone to go to the website, influencers.org, if you want to listen to some more podcasts or look at some of our videos or blogs. And uh, and I'll give you a little sneak preview. We have a brand new website that's coming in another month or so, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, a lot of new uh, stuff on there and a lot of new resources and Again, just really want to get the keep getting the word out all over the country and all over the world. So, anyway, my name is Brian Craig. Uh, this has been the M- Influencers Network podcast. I'm executive director for Influencers Global Ministries, and I'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless everybody. me.